Hello and welcome to episode 5 of Droning On with Altius Images. I'm Todd Dudley and I'm the founder and director of Altius Images and in this Droning On series I will be interviewing people in the drone industry. Today I'm delighted to be joined by Ash Hartwell who's the founder of Quadrilax, a commercial drone service provider. Ash is based in the southwest in Western Supermare and is experienced with photography and videography. We hope you enjoy the podcast. So I'm delighted to be joined by Ash Hartwell, who's the founder of Quadrilax. Ash, hello, how are you? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, not too bad. You okay? Yeah, very good, thank you. Very good. Are you keeping yourself busy? Yep, yep, always busy. Good. So, Ash, let's jump straight in. If you could give us a, just a little bit of background about yourself, um, and let's start with what, what sort of got you into, into the drone world. Well, what, it all started off, really, um, some friends of mine, um, they all sort of had got themselves a little drone club together. They were all flying, uh, buying their drones and that. And I, they sort of said, oh, do you want to come along? So I went along and had a look. And I thought, oh, this is quite interesting because I've always had an interest in sort of radio-controlled stuff. Um, in the past, I've had you know, planes, cars, that sort of stuff. Uh, so I went along and, and had a look and ended up buying myself a, a drone. I bought a, a little Hubson, which is a nice little starter drone just to see how I got on. And then um, started doing that. And within, I'd probably say three to four weeks, maybe a bit longer of having that, I turned around and went from that and ended up buying a uh, DJI Inspire One, which is a bit of a bit of a jump. <laughs> a little bit, a little um, bit. <laughs> yeah, just a bit. Um, so I started flying that around within the drone group, just sort of just a hobbyist, you know, just taking a few pictures and a bit of video. And then I sat there and I looked watching my videos and that, and I was just sort of sort of thinking, do you know what? I wonder if I could uh, turn this into something a bit more, you know, whether sort of yeah. like I could do it for, you know, maybe earning a bit of money, maybe start a small business just to see how it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's basically where it all sort of came about. Okay, cool. So what, I, so what I'd done is I had a look into obviously all the, the training, um, what qualifications you needed. Um, and then I ended up signing up for a week-long course for my PIFCO. Yep. And um, it just sort of basically sort of jumped straight in at the deep end. <laughs> uh, went into that, done my week's course, done, passed my flight test, and then just went on from there, really. And it is where it is today. Love that. Yeah, that, that sounds like a fairly similar story to me, I think. Start, starting off as a hobbyist and then, yeah, jumping in, yep. jumping yep, into definitely. the deep end pretty pretty quickly. <laughs> Uh, for, for anyone listening that's not a not a commercial drone pilot and are wondering what a PIFCO is, that's a perm- permission for com- commercial operations. Um, so it's basically you, you need one of those to do any commercial work. Um, so how long ago, how how long have you had your PIFCO? How how long ago was that? Uh, that was two years ago. Okay, so I've, uh, I've had my PIFCO for two years. Okay, uh, great. Yeah, just 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 over two years. Yeah, yeah, just no, just under two years actually. Yeah. Okay, coming up to renewal time, or have you got a bit of time for that? Um, no, um, I, there was a gap between my first year and my second year. There's a little bit of a gap. Mm-hmm. Um, it ran out in December 2019, but I didn't renew it till about March, obviously, because obviously the, the weather wasn't good. Yeah. And, you know, I sort of like, I was sort of having an armor to carry on with it or not. Yeah, okay. Um, and then obviously I got to the point where I was thinking, okay, let's just let's carry on with this and give it another shot and see see where this year can take. Great, good. Well, glad to have you back in back in the drone world. Um, yeah, yeah. so what, right, right back at the start then. So like two years ago or so, what, what work did you start out doing? Uh, the first thing I was, the first thing I sort of really done was I was advertising for just, um, straightforward aerial photography. 
um, that sort of thing. And then my first job was I was approached by a holiday park near near Western Supermare, uh, asking if I could do them a promotional video because I also had a handheld video camera as well. Mm-hmm. So what I'd done is I made them a promotional video using part aerial, part land yep. video and sort of made a little promotional video out of it. So that was a um, couple of minute video, which I made for those. And that was really the first thing that I that I actually produced as Quadrilax. Nice. That's what, all, always a good feeling, isn't it, to get that first job and, and get is, get paid yeah, for the first time? Yeah, because you, you you make the video, you sit there and you take sit there for hours editing it, putting the music on it, and then you show it to the customer and you just thought, you just, your first thought is, oh, I hope they like it. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And usually, usually they're they're all, always quite nice, which which is good. Yeah, they are. They were like, "Oh well, that's brilliant." And I was thinking, "Okay, <laughs> that's good, good, good reaction." And I said to them, "If there's anything you want changing, anything you want tweaking," but they said, "No, they'll take it exactly as it was." Happy days. That is exactly what you want to get to get things running. That is perfect. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. So then, since then, we've obviously had a a year or two. What? How? Where has the company's focus gone gone from now? What kind of stuff have you done since then, and what are you up to now, and that kind of stuff? Um, it hasn't been overly brilliant, to be honest. It's been a bit hard trying to find work. Mm. Um, I've had a few bits here and there. I've had a f- I've done a few um, estate agent photographs for people, aerial photographs for houses for sale. Mm-hmm. Um, I've also done, um, it was by chance, really. I was down flying on Western Seafront, mm-hmm. and the RNLI came out uh, to do some training. And I just asked them if they'd mind if I would just do some footage of them while they were in in sort of uh, milling around in Western Bay and said, yeah, that's fine. Um, so I t- took some video of them and it sort of grew from there with, I sort of ended up having quite a good relationship with the RNLI in Western and ended up being a one of their um, official registered drone pilots. Oh, great. So um, I, uh, now I can produce stock footage for them. It's all voluntary and for free because obviously they're a charity and obviously it gives me a bit of exposure as well. So yeah, so I, I took some footage for them and some photographs which pop up on Facebook and Instagram every now and again. I sort of like looking through and I think, oh, there's one of my pictures come up again. Yeah. So, yeah. so that that's that's quite nice. It's sort of like a bit of a bit of free promotion as you like. Plus it's sort of giving back to them as well. Yeah, for sure. That's a that sounds like a, a a nice contact to have. Yeah, yeah, no, it's worked out, worked out really well. That has good. Um, apart from that, the other things I've done is um, just uh, say promotional videos, things like that. Uh, I've been trying to get into. There's a lot of um, building sites in going on in and around this area, mm-hmm. and I've been trying to get into do progression images. So every couple yeah. of weeks, go up, take a few photos and a few videos, and that I've been trying to sort of promote that side of things um just sort of pushing that out there to see if i can get any work on that side of things um and also i've done a few roof surveys for people just checking everything's okay uh, i found a few problems obviously people that have uh, had fixed yeah because they had leaks or whatever and we've managed to sort them out so that, that's been quite good as well okay yeah sure so it sounds like you're you're sort of like dipping your toe in in a few little things and sort of finding your way which is nice yeah they, they do sort of say try and stick to one specialize in one area but at the moment it's i'm just trying to find that area for myself yeah exactly um, it's, yeah it's just trying to try different things and trying to work out what it is that i'm best at and what's what's the best thing for me to help people with as well yeah for sure i, th- I think the 
that advice to stay in stay in one area is lovely if you can get the work in in one area exactly Um, yeah sometimes it's not always easy to get work in just one field you have to sort of spread your wings a little bit exactly and yeah i don't know about you but i i sort of have times where one sector will, will be really busy and then that will die down for a little bit so then i'll think about another sector and that kind of stuff so so I, I sort of have started to specialise, but only for like two months at a time, and then I'll go on to something different, and then something different again. So, yeah, yeah, it's uh, you sort of look in the um, in the drone world, and you see all these new latest things coming out, like all you got all the lidar scanners, and mm. you've got all the infrared stuff and that, and you look at it and you think it'd be nice to get into that, yeah. But then when you look at the cost of it, yeah, it's sort of like yeah, that's sort of getting a bit out of my price range to yeah, start with. I need exactly. to build up a bit more before I start entering that. Yeah, for know, sure. Buying that sort of equipment. Exactly, exactly. Uh, so we, we've touched on it a little bit there, but what do you think or what would you like the future uh, to hold for your for your company, for Quadrilax? Um, it would be nice if we sort of, I would like to sort of do sort of construction side of things, progression photos. That would be quite nice because it's nice to see how things develop and it's also... Uh, it's also good for the customer because then they can see how it's developing. It's good that they can see, they can use the material as well for, you know, to show bosses or people who own these sites. They can see how much it's developing, uh, run that side of things. So that's the sort of things I'm sort of like aiming at at the moment. Mm-hmm. That's that sort of thing. I'm also started doing a bit of uh, photography as well. So I started to mix that in with it as well. So obviously you can do your aerial photos of the site and you can also do land-based photography as well of the site. So that's that's the sort of area I'm sort of poking at at the moment. Okay, yeah, so, sounds good. Well, if, if anyone uh, is listening and, and wants to get in touch, then I'll link your website down below, but it's, it's quadrilax.co.uk um, and I'll link that down below. So if, anyone, if anyone's got any work for, for Ash, then, then get in touch. Brilliant. Um, so going at... Oh, actually, I, I want to ask you about your Inspire first of all. Are you still flying the Inspire? No, I've actually, the Inspire one was was a nice, it was a nice uh, drone to fly. Mm. But I did find that it was a bit big. Yes. Um, <laughs> I did find that if you were flying somewhere within, you know, within close proximity of, of people, it was, because it was so loud as well, it would draw attention. Yeah. Um, the, the, the just the sheer noise of it as well as the size of it is drawing attention plus it was a bit too big if you wanted to do um, like uh, construction for an example doing construction sites mm. you can't you don't want to get too close to something with something that size yeah yeah for so sure what i've done is i've i've got i've sold the inspire and i've bought uh, the new mavic air 2 oh great okay uh, nice absolutely then yeah that's absolutely spot on you get some really nice video nice photographs there's some nice features um built in as well and yeah i'm getting on really well with that with that drone it's quite nice nice it's it's pretty crazy the the sort of image quality you can get from such a from such a tiny drone isn't it yeah it's amazing because when you when you look at the actual spec between the inspire one and the mavic air 2 for actual video and camera wise it's the mavic air 2 is even though it's probably a third of the size mm. the actual quality you're getting is better than what i was getting out of yeah. The Inspire. yeah which is which is pretty nuts and I, yeah. I can't I can't really even imagine where where how much better it's going to get over the next few years as well it just seems to to sort of at least double in quality every single year so so god yeah, knows where it's going to go absolutely yeah yeah nice sounds good and pro- probably a little bit easier to fly than Inspire as well yeah yeah it, it is a yeah it's a little bit more easier to to, to, to fly like yeah. I said it's a, you can 
you can it gives you a bit more flexibility if you want to get somewhere remote because obviously with the Inspire you basically have as good as a suitcase to carry the drone in where now you can you know I've got a small little rucksack which everything fits in so if you need to get somewhere where you can't get the car it's it's a lot easier to get to access yeah for sure for sure okay that's brilliant so let's let's sort of expand out a little bit a bit a little bit wider into the drone industry sort of as a whole um anyone that's listened to this podcast before uh, to our drone positive podcast will know that we've spoken about drones delivering medicine and drones finding people that have been attacked by sharks and all that kind of stuff so that they're, they're used for plenty of good uh but what do you reckon ash where where do you think what do you think the future holds for drones and the drone industry in general um you see a lot obviously on the on the tv and on obviously the, the uh, drone websites and that about um obviously parcel deliveries and that um i'm a bit skeptical about the parcel delivery things because you sort of think you know there's a lot around safety of people and uh, buildings and that sort of thing. You sort of think drone deliveries. Yeah, I'm not too sure about that mm, one. Yeah. Uh, as far as medical goes con- is concerned, I think they're good, especially if to remit um, to access remote places quickly. Yeah. I think that's that's a good one. And obviously, I've seen um, like the RNLI use similar ones, or Coast Guard use them to drop life boys off to people or medical equipment. I think those ones are good. Um, Drone taxis is another one that you yeah, see a lot of at the yeah. moment. You know, I, that, I don't know where that's going, but I'm not entirely sure whether I'd want to sit in a, a, a <laughs> drone that's going to fly me somewhere without a pilot in there. Yeah, uh, I'm not quite sure whether that would be for, for me personally, but, you know, the way things technology is advancing at the moment, who knows Who knows where it's going to go? You know, there's, there's a lot of air traffic in the air as it is with aeroplanes. Mm. You know, I don't know. It's going to be a massive in- infrastructure to try and sort that one out. That's for sure. Yeah, that, that's the tricky thing, isn't it? I, I yeah, did see absolutely. I did see something uh, in the news the other day that that there are initial plans being drawn up to make sort of drone highways um, yeah. in in the UK. Um, so sort of you, you can't just fly around wherever you want, but you almost have like ro- roads in the sky where you can follow these paths, which which makes a lot of sense to me. Um, so that could be the way to go, yeah. maybe. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. But then, obviously, the more the only thing is that the more you've got flying around in the air, it's going to be less area for commercial pilots to fly. Yeah, when they're we you know when they're when they're trying to do their job as well. You've obviously at the moment, obviously, when you do your license, you've got all these. You need to learn about all the uh, the air, all the air references and yeah. where everything is and all that lot. You know, to to add that into it as well. I mean, it's quite complicated as it is but to add that in as well yeah it's going to uh make life a little bit more difficult for the commercial pilot that's for sure definitely and that, that actually leads me nicely on to, to my next question are you optimistic about the future of drones or do you worry that like you've just touched on there the sort of regulations the paperwork the legislation and all of that kind of stuff do you worry that that might put people off becoming commercial drone pilots or i think at the moment uh, yes, at the moment, the current PIFCO at the moment is there's a lot of paperwork to do mm. a job. Um, you've got a, a lot of paperwork to do, even if it's a small job, you know, with all your your, your maps and your fly off, flyaway zones and all this, you know, you've got really got to do a lot of paperwork before you can even take off. Yeah. Um, so I think these new, the new laws and the new certifications that are coming in, you know, the, the GVC and the A2, 
is it the A2As in A, the A2A or yeah, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah all that yeah, got all that coming in. That sounds like it's gonna make it a lot easier for commercial pilots. Uh you'd be able because at the moment obviously you can't take off within fifty meters of the building or mm-hmm. within thirty meters of people. So yeah. that's gonna be m- massively reduced if you're flying a drone that's under under a certain weight, yeah. which is gonna make it a lot easier for commercial pilots to do photography in a in a more of a built up area. So I think the new laws that are coming in and the new um licensing ways that are coming in, I think it's gonna be a lot better and a lot easier for drone pilots to actually do their job. But at the moment in the current paperwork in that is it's just horrendous before you can even take off. Um so I think the new laws are going to be better and make it easier for people to do commercial work. But then for us that have already been down off PIFCO, we've been working for a few years. Um, the only downside is that a lot more people can. It's easier for a lot more people to do commercial work now, yeah. or it will be when the when the new laws come in. So obviously there's is a upside for us, but then there's obviously a downside as well, unfortunately. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think, I think, I mean, f- finally, it seems like that some some common sense is prevailing with with those laws because yeah, like you said, like you say, the amount the amount of paperwork we have to do just to just to perform a flight is is a bit ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully, say when all this lot comes in, it'll make it easier for for us because it's almost like um, some ways you sort of think. I don't know whether they started off making it difficult to sort of, you know, if if, if somebody's going to do the license and they're going to put the effort in to do the paperwork, then you know, obviously, you you have to be serious about doing it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And and I think, like you say, the the good thing there is that if it is difficult and people are doing a good job because they've got to follow all this paperwork, then it should hopefully yeah. give drones a better reputation. Yeah. But then there's the, the, there is the difficulty of the people that are operating commercially sort of without, without the PIFCO and there's, there's plenty of that happening, which, which is a shame. Yeah, so. there is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've seen it. I've seen it a few times. I mean, yeah. I've seen posts um, on the internet where people have got, I saw one the other day actually of a video. It was quite close to a fun fair. Yeah. And I actually commented it and said, "Oh, I said, who did you get permission from? Did you get it from the local council or the, or the fun fair owners?" And the reply was, um, "No, I was just passing." Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, so it's <laughs> so it's a lot. Of, there, there is um, some understanding of, you know, of, of what's required. Um, so obviously, it's, it's, the only trouble is anybody can go out and buy a drone and just go out and fly it. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you know, so some somebody who doesn't know about the law or what needs to be done, you know, it's it's easy enough to do. There's no, there's no sort of law or regulation against actually buying a drone. No, no, correct. So, you know, whether that needs to be done or not, I don't know. That's something that they need to work out, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. But but like you say, ho- hopefully these new regulations are a a good step forward in in, the, in yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so we're uh, we're. We're recording on the the fourth of November, so the day before lockdown two point comes into place. Um, what? How are you feeling about the next month? Do you think it? Are you hoping that you'll still get a bit of work, or what do you think? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping to. I'll, I'll carry on plugging it. Um, I've put a post up already saying that you know we will be working if people require us, mm-hmm. um, because obviously we're going to be working outside, right in the open. Uh, we'll be doing obviously uh, if there's any sort of construction side that needs to be doing that's continuing any manufacturing's continuing so obviously we can still work around those fields um we'll still be obviously being covid safe 
you know, face masks, keeping our distance and all that sort of thing. So we are still working. Um, so, yeah, as long as it's out, outside and there's plenty of space, there's no reason why we can't can't still be working. Yeah, that that was what I found in, in the in the last lockdown. It, actually, there's, as long as people are happy to, to keep spending the money, which some weren't, then actually there's still plenty of work that can be done very, very safely. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah, for, for, from that point of view, it's a, it's a good industry to be in. Uh, okay, Ash, we will finish, if that's okay, with just a few uh, sort of more quick fire, less, less, okay. long, less long answers, if that's all right. Yep. Um, so first one, I think I might know the answer to this, uh, but what is your favourite drone to fly and why? Um, I would probably say my Mavic Air 2 because it's, it uh, it's small and it's light, plus it's, to be honest, it's pretty good in the wind as well. It's quite a good... Uh, quite good flying in the wind where some of them they don't seem to fare too well but i found the mavic 2 is pretty the mavic air 2 is pretty good for that you you must get a bit of wind on filming down in western i'd have thought yeah it does get a bit breezy down here um but yeah sort of you know 20 25 mile an hour winds it doesn't seem to have any problems with nice nice again again testament to how much improvement they've made over the last few years Uh, yeah absolutely yeah uh okay second one what is your favorite place to fly and why Oh, that's a good one. Um, I do like to fly sort of down and around Western Seafront. Um, I have to get permission from the council before I do it, because um, obviously we've got uh, Seafront Rangers. I like to come over and have a nose to see what you're doing. So, yeah. Um, and obviously, yeah, it's quite, it's quite interesting because you've got, um, especially in the R- RNLI, right, you like to you like to chase them around the bay. <laughs> um, and obviously, we've got the pier down the seafront. And uh, yeah, no, that's, that's quite a nice area to fly down the bottom there, especially with the old Burnbeck Pier as well. You get some good pictures of that as well. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure I've I've seen some of those on your on your website actually. They they look very cool. But but bizarrely, I used my uh, my parents used to have a little like a little um holiday home down in Western Supermare, so I spent a lot of time in Western as a kid. Right. Um so yeah, I I know the pier well and I remember being being devastated when I found out that it had burned down. <laughs> okay, next one. Uh Maybe a tricky one, but but what is your most challenging flight to date, and why was it so challenging? Well, one of the most challenging flights that I had again was with the RNLI. They had um, they were spreading the ashes of uh, a young lad in the in Western Bay. Uh, they really wanted the the, the parents really wanted it uh, publicised because he was um, he was a a, a big blogger on and he was followed by a lot of people because he had a rare form of cancer oh, wow. and um the day of spreading the ashes um it's with the inspire one and it was blowing a gale right and i didn't think i was going to be able to fly because it was that bad mm. um but luckily we managed to find uh, an area in the harbor where it was a little bit protected so i went for it and um a few times i got a bit scared with the drone was bobbing up and down a bit yeah. especially over the sea but we managed to pull it off and we managed to uh to do it uh, it was a bit of a hairy landing as well in that wind but yeah we managed to do it we managed to get the the footage that they needed excellent excellent that's a that's a, a great story and i'm glad you glad you managed to get the flight done okay and uh, the next one if you could film somewhere or something that you've never filmed before what would it be and you don't have to worry about the planning or whether you're actually allowed to fly there and all that kind of stuff. You can just rock up and rock up and film. What what would it be? I would. Oh, I've always wanted to fly 
Um, maybe somewhere like Kemble Airfield, where they've got all the old, um, where all the planes go to be scrapped. There's yeah, quite cool. a few sort of carcasses of aeroplanes around, and there's quite a few planes with just um, engine cows with no engines in. And it, it just, I've been up there a few times, and you know, I look around the place, and it'd be, I think it'd be quite an interesting place to get some pretty good videos from flying around some of those old planes. I think That's, that sounds very cool. Have you have you ever inquired about that? Or? I have, yeah, I have inquired, um, but the um, the extortionate rates that they wanted me to pay to fly up there, it just it just wasn't worth it. Okay, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. And then the last question: If you could make one change to the drone industry, what would the change be, and why? Oh, that's a good one. Um, probably, um, it's probably the change that they're actually making. To be fair. Um, the biggest change I would do would obviously make it a little bit easier. I think the, the amount of paperwork that you have to do is, I can see why you have to do it, but I think some of it is probably not, doesn't need to be as complicated as it is. Yeah. Um, so I would have changed, like to have seen it made made to a simpler process. Um, but obviously they're doing that. So it'll be interesting to see when it comes in, um, just to see whether they tweak it, whether they change it at all, or whether they keep it the way it is. But I think they're going the right way. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think it's, I think it's a very good good step forward, and I'm I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, absolutely. So am I. Absolutely. And then uh, before before we go, Ash, firstly, thank you very much for your time. Um, I re- really appreciate it. It's been great to chat to you. Um, and wh- I just want you to let people know where they can find you. Yeah, sure. Um, you can find me on I'm on Facebook. You just search for Quadrilax. I'm also on Instagram. Um, which is under Quadrilax underscore drone. Um, and obviously my uh, website, which you've mentioned before, which is uh, quadrilax.co.uk. Uh, just have a look on there and you can uh, see what I do. And if there's anything I can help anybody with, just send me a message or give me a call. Okay, that sounds brilliant, Ash. Thank you very much. I'll put all of those links in the uh, podcast description down below. So so please do go and, go and check out Quadrilax everywhere you can find them. And... If you need any work in Western Supermare or the Southwest, get in touch with uh, with Ash at Quadrilax. Ash, thanks very much for your time today. Great to chat. Speak to you soon. Brilliant. Cheers. Bye. And that does it for episode five of the Droning On with Altis Images podcast. Thank you very much to Ash at Quadrilax for, that, for his time. It's great to chat to him. As I said, you can find links to his website and all of his social medias down below in the podcast description. Please do get in touch with us on social media. We are at Altis Images on Twitter and Instagram. And you can find us easily enough on LinkedIn, Facebook, YouTube, and even TikTok too. All of the links for our channels are down below in the podcast description as well. So do please reach out. We would love to hear from you. If you haven't listened to the podcast before and you haven't listened to our Drone Positive series, in which we share a positive story from the drone industry, then go back in our feed and look out for those episodes as they're well worth listen. And we will hopefully be releasing a new one of those next week having had a little bit of time off but for now thank you for listening guys please subscribe to and share the podcast so that we can spread it as far and wide as possible we will hopefully see you next monday for the next episode of the drone positive podcast but for now fly safe and stay safe folks bye bye